an extraordinary story and one of those stories that if you do the job that we do you have to tread very carefully because otherwise you'll end up being castigated but i nearly said the wrong word then um just hear the facts a trans woman who raped two women before she started transitioning gender has finally been moved to a male prison isla bryson was remanded initially uh, to court and veil women's prison, prison in Stirling in Scotland after being convicted of two rapes when she was a man called Adam Graham. She has since, after the intervention of Nicola Sturgeon, under huge pressure to do so, she's since been moved to HMP Edinburgh. Now, Bryson, these are facts, decided to transition from a man to a woman whilst awaiting trial. Um... Is her, I don't know, so don't have a go at me. The wife, that's as far as I can say, said that there was great belief in her mind that her past husband, now transitioning to a woman, had begun that process to make the jail time easier. Nicola Sturgeon, under huge pressure, and I mean huge pressure from people saying, can we just remember, first and foremost, this is a rapist, and you are putting a rapist who still has how do I put this over the breakfast table, has not transitioned fully in a female jail. Would anybody assume that might be quite dangerous? It is quite dangerous. Um, they have now bowed to pressure. Uh, Isla Bryson has uh, yesterday afternoon taken to HMP Edinburgh. And joining me uh, now to talk about this, far more intelligent than me, Professor of Criminology. Goodness, we're really doing the business this morning. Uh, the School of Law at Reading University. Uh, Joe Phoenix. Joe, welcome to Jeremy Carl on Breakfast. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, this morning, Jeremy. I nearly said Jeremy Carl live. The whole day just moulds into one. Um, <laughs> Joe, can you, can you help me out? But I'm going to be very honest when I start this. Um, this is the subject that anybody on television or radio sadly is terrified to talk about because we all know what happens to anybody. I'd like to start by saying completely understand trans rights, but you cannot and will not convince me, even if they had to drag me out of this studio, that a trans woman who raped two, raped, raped two women whilst a man whose own wife says he's only begun this process to end up in the... Can somebody explain to me how in the name of the Lord that was even contemplated as a, as a good idea? Because I don't get it. Well, um, good question. And, you know, the, the general public would be forgiven for listening to this story and going, what? This seems bonkers. But let's just back up a little bit. Even as little as three years ago, and, you know, your listeners may know about me from this, I got cancelled for even trying to talk about this and talk about some of the issues that we may have around this. And that's as an academic, much less a, a political pundit. So let's let's back up a little bit here. Some of this is caused by uh, the imposition of a particular political view above, over and beyond evidence, right? So we have, we have 200 years worth of really robust evidence that men's profiles for, uh, for offending are very different than women's. And women's background to offending is very different. Apart from anything else, most women who are in prison will be more victimized than offenders, right? So then you get uh, the, the, the disproportionate number of male offenders who uh, commit sexual offenses. So sexual offending is, is you know, more of a male crime than a female crime. But what's happened in the last few years is this notion that trans women are women and the notion of gender identity has been assumed that it overrides all of the 200 years of knowledge that we have about sex and how that pattern is offending. 
In Scotland, they introduced uh, what is in effect a self-ID policy, um, mm. self-identification, self-declaration policy. Uh, now, there's all sorts of problems with this. The defense of it has always been, no, we do a very robust case-by-case -case risk assessment. Now, of course, probation officers, the people working in the prison service have to say that because that is the situation that the government has placed them in. But let's break it down a little bit. That risk assessment is nothing more than a practitioner, a professional, using their discretion and judgment according to a set of criteria that are set by the government. Because we don't have any ro robust risk assessment tools for transgender individuals. They just don't exist, right? Um, so yeah, it is, it is an extraordinary situation in which, shall we say, real life punctures through some of the... Well this is this is this is my issue and i said it to you already about when one talks about this you absolutely know you're on thin ice i i don't i, I and i and i find that almost i find that so wrong because we live and you know i've said it so many times the beauty to me about talk is that that you might stand in front of somebody, Joe, and, and disagree at the top of your voice with everything that they say for the rest of your life, but that's what debate is about. But unfortunately, the trans debate has become like many other woke-related debates in this country. Um, they have their opinion, you have yours, but if you're of a certain age and they disagree with you, you don't just disagree, you get cancelled. I want to go back to this story, this specific story, Isla Bryson, raped, raped, two women and for all the women's groups who quite rightly would be appalled by all the women's groups who are saying the Met Police is full of misogynistic sexual assaulting bullies Isla Bryson is a rapist we then we then find that it and then it's just that when the wife said I believe he's transitioning to get that deal it, the red lights on the dashboard started flashing, but still nobody seems. No, no, we've had calls already from people saying, are oh, you being unfair to the trans community? How? I think well, Isla Bryson's being unfair to the genuine trans community. That's yeah, what I think. Yeah, let's just let's think about this a different way. Every single human being, when faced with a choice, right, do I want to serve time in a male prison, which might actually be quite hard, or go into a female prison which yeah. has a different regime. I mean, it you know, it doesn't take it doesn't take a lot to work this out. And this isn't the only case. We have a case in Canada uh, where an individual who was convicted of some very violent crimes, including a you know raping his wife by knife point, wow. after found guilty, announced to the Canadian um, courts that he was or she was transitioning in order to have a slightly easier, in inverted commas, sentence in a female prison. This is not the first time. So can, I, can I jump in with something very quickly? Yeah. I wish we had more time, but, but somebody who wants to remain anonymous uh, hasn't put it great. But uh, let's just say that the, the comment is based on, fine, let him go to a female prison, but only when, I'll say, his full sexual orientation physically has oh, yeah, changed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, he no. put his bits chopped off. I mean, I'm just reading out what's in front of me. What's your argument there? If Isla Bryson had transitioned fully and was now, I don't even know, physically a woman, right? Would yeah, it yeah. then be fair to go to a female prison? What's your view on that? Can it never be? Here, I think it was an excuse, but what about trans rights when they have completely Right, changed? I'm going to answer in a really frustrating way for you, okay? okay. Yeah, at and least you're answer, honest. Yeah, and the answer is actually relatively simple. The challenge that we have is if you permit any 
biological male with or without their genitalia into a female prison, then you have created a mixed sex prison. And then you have to manage the risks that that creates. And the risk isn't just of sexual violence. We have women who 60 to 90% of them have experienced male violence in their life in that prison. So the presentation of somebody who is has the stature of a male that might have male pattern offending, all of that can present, a, if you like, a re-traumatization for these women. So from my point of view, the only way that you are going to mitigate the risk of the effect of a biological male in a female prison is not to put them in there. Fantastic. Joe, listen, loved having you on. Really.